Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Talitha Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Talitha Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helps severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Monday, July 11th edition of the program. We have so much to discuss, including the revelation, it seems, in the New York Times that Biden is the oldest president in American history and is probably not up for this. Oh, wow. You mean what all of us have known? Since the very beginning of Biden's campaign, never mind his presidency, its approval rating down to 33 percent. Sixty four percent of Democrats want someone else to represent the party, according to New York Times poll just came out over the weekend. Plus, Governor Abbott is thinking uh, that he's going to step into the void and enforce the border security that the Biden administration refuses to. Macy Gray walks it back big time and some personal news to share with all of you. That is coming up here in just a sec. Big personal news. Yay! If you're like me, you believe it's your right to bear arms. 72 million Americans say that they're firearm owners. In 2021, 5 million Americans got their first firearm. When you use a suppressor with your firearm, you'll vastly improve your shooting experience. Suppressors protect your hearing by reducing sound and improve your accuracy by reducing recoil. To get your suppressor, connect with my friends at The Silencer Shop. 
They're a Texas-based company founded in 2010 and have grown to become the nation's largest distributor of suppressors. Silencer Shop has 28,000 Trustpilot reviews at silencershop.com. You can order a suppressor online or locate a Powered by Silencer Shop dealer. There's probably one near you. Silencer Shop makes it easy. For your suppressor, short barrel rifle, or any item that needs an NFA tax stamp, tap into Silencer Shop for your ATFE Form 4. You'll get it faster than ever. Expect your approval in 90 days. Check out silencershop.com, the easiest way to get a suppressor. Silencershop.com. Again, that is silencershop.com. It has not been a good, well, actually a good 18 months for the Biden administration. Let's be honest. It's pretty much been awful all around. No surprise here. And here is uh, what we got. Buttigieg, who's talked about as a possible presidential candidate. And to be clear, Pete Buttigieg would get absolutely destroyed in a general election by Donald Trump, by Ron DeSantis. I think he might lose to Glenn Youngkin. Like, I I think Pete Buttigieg. I'd be, it'd be fantastic if he actually became the Democrat nominee, as far as I am concerned, because it would be uh, such a walk in the park for the Republican side. But here he is saying that he expects Biden to run. Sure, he does. Yes, I do expect him to run. I'll support him. And let me tell you why he's going to have a lot to be proud of. And I'm going to choose my words carefully because I'm appearing as an official and this is not a campaign related appearance. But, mm-hmm. but, but I'm proud to be part of this administration that has done such work to bring America back from the brink of a recession, to create record job growth, uh, to build achievements that would not have been thought possible just a couple of years ago, like the bipartisan infrastructure law that, that, that I have the honor of working on. You know, people scoffed at the idea that you could get anything done on a bipartisan basis in Washington. And yet the president delivered it. Yeah, he's really proud, I'm sure, to be a part of this administration that even Democrats realize is a total mess. Here is what you got from The New York Times over the weekend. Joe Biden is the oldest president ever. You don't hear that enough. The oldest in the history of the republic. Think about that for a second. Okay, just let let that one sink in for a minute. And now a lot of Democrats are saying privately behind closed doors because they don't want to get in trouble that he is uh, too old to run for reelection and that he shuffles around and that staffers fear that at any moment he could fall, that at any moment people would just see how old and decrepit he is or hear how old and decrepit he is, which we already have a fair amount of that going on you see him and and they they always fall back on the oh he overcame he overcame a childhood stutter they're such liars i've been watching joe biden give speeches for 20 years that i can remember and it's not that the guy has a stutter okay it's that now his brains are getting a little scrambled because he's too old for this that's what's actually happening this is the guy who is the most powerful official on the planet in the world right now it is joe biden it is that utter clown who has a son i just saw over the weekend they're now saying there's even more footage of hunter biden with a prostitute weighing out crack or something i mean you know media doesn't care media doesn't care it's it is interesting isn't it that joe biden's only uh living son at this point is of no interest to the media whatsoever despite the fact that he is such a corrupt criminal mess they don't care they don't care we all we all know why it's i'm not saying it's a surprise But now they're realizing he might be a political liability. So I mentioned this at the top. His approval ratings at 33 percent, 64 percent of Democrats want someone else to represent the party, uh, they say. 
And age is 33% of the people that say age is the reason why they don't like him. 32%, almost as many say it's performance. So people are unhappy with Joe Biden all across the board. And what I'm here to remind everyone of is it's not Joe Biden, really. It's the Democrat Party. Biden is just the empty vessel. Biden is just the guy. He was the salesman for the pitch of, oh, my gosh, Trump is so scary and COVID and we're all going to die. And just you want grandpa to hold you and he's going to make COVID go away. It was all lies. But he was the sales guy. No one thought that Biden was some kind of policy visionary. No one thought that Joe Biden was going to be the guy who shows up and says, here's how we're going to fix all the problems. Joe Biden's an idiot. Honestly. guy was a senator from Delaware. He got in the game in Delaware, what, back in the 70s before I was even born? How hard do you think it really is to just, if all you dedicate your life to is fundraising and staying smack in the center of the Democrat Party in terms of your positions, do whatever is most popular at the time, how hard is it to just keep being the senator from Delaware, the senator from Delaware, once you have the incumbency? This is not impressive, okay? This is not a, a state with, uh, with a lot of people with tremendous connections financially and politically that are, you know, trying to vie for... I mean, I'll ask you this. Who's the other senator from Delaware? No cheating. Don't look. Who's the other senator from? I know he's the president now, but, you know, who was the other senator from Delaware all these years? Some of you might get it, but very few will. And that's because who cares? Right. He's <laughs> sort of like, I mean, there's a lot of there's 100 senators out there that change all the time. Joe Biden, though, is not particularly good at his job. That much is clear. And uh, he's actually awful at his job. And now the New York Times is even admitting it somewhat. This is from a New York Times piece. The New York Times has once again suggested Joe Biden may be too old to run for real. I'm sorry, that, that's actually Daily Mail. Biden, 79, has experienced a decline in energy levels. This is from the Times. With some aides alleging he often shuffles while walking, prompting fears he will trip on a wire. He often stumbles over his words during public speaking events. His energy, while impressive for a man of his age, is not what it was. And some aides quietly watch out for him. He often shuffles when he walks, like I said. He stumbles, etc., etc., they hold their breath to make sure he can get through a public speech without a gaffe. And he stays out of public view at night and has taken part in fewer than half as many news conferences or interviews as the last three presidents before him at this point. They're hiding Biden. It's hiding Biden still. This guy goes to bed early at night. He needs early nap time. Uh, they're worried about what a, a phrase that I had honestly not learned before. Um, which is sundowning, uh, which is a state of confusion that occurs a, in the late afternoon, can last into the night for people who are having dementia. They're worried that they could have at any point here an incident. I and mean, this is real, folks. His own staffers are worried that you might have a scrambled eggs Biden moment at you know 5 p.m. one day where he just starts just completely blathering incoherently. I don't mean the usual. I mean where it's, uh, where, where he's actually just spewing nonsense, like pure nonsense, um, gibberish that he starts just and, and he'll shout gibberish because he won't even know what it is. He'll think that he's speaking, but he's actually, sh you know, shouting. And when you look at him, I mean, you know, I don't know if any of you I've actually I actually had a fever that was so high once that I started speaking gibberish and it's scary. You know, you kind of start saying things and it's a little, you know, it's because it's not all functioning up top. Uh, so I know what this can be like in that regard. And if you see the president of the United States do that one time, if they see him one time in that state, it's game over for the Biden administration. We all know that. 
meaning that he, he absolutely cannot run again. Even Democrats would realize that. Yeah, they would all vote for him, too, because they're shameless and they're terrified of Trump and uh, COVID and all this other stuff. Right. But independence will it'll be a 90 a 90 10 independent swing in the next election maybe even more than that and, and every republican will be completely justified in their thinking that to save the republic you have to get this uh dementia patient out of office you know one of the things that they rely on and this is i find this very frustrating is that conservatives we try to be decent uh, i remember what it was like having elderly relatives when they were in decline and so i don't like making comments or, or, or jokes about Biden's uh, declining mental mental faculties. Um, but he's not a private person. We're not punching down. He's the president of the United States. OK, this is unacceptable. And the fact that people felt so sanctimonious voting for this guy. And I had to walk around New York City after uh, the election. People were honking their horns and crying in the streets. Yeah, Joe Biden. Yeah, you guys voted for a moron. OK, a moron with cognitive decline. He wasn't very smart even before all this. And now we all see it and New York Times admitting it. They are one really bad live moment. That's why he's not doing a live stuff. One bad live moment away from the end of the Biden presidency in terms of American perception about this guy. And they know it. You think that they're really that focused on doing great things in this White House? They're just trying to keep this puppet show going. They're just trying to keep this thing moving on so they can maintain power. They need to make sure their guy, their gal, their people are in power. It'd be a lot easier for them if they could just say, well, fortunately, we have this great vice president in uh, Kamala Harris. And uh, this is actually what you have. This is what you have with Kamala Harris. When you look back, did Democrats fail past Democratic presidents, congressional leaders to not codify Roe v. Wade over the past five decades? I think that, to be very honest with you, I, I do believe that we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right. And that's why I do believe that we are living, sadly, in um, real unsettled times. <laughs> I mean, really, like, what, what, what is this? You keep getting these moments where it's Kamala Harris is the student in the 101 class in college who thinks that she can talk her way through not having ever done the reading for the class when she gets called on, but everyone, the professor and all the students know she sounds like an idiot. And she does. That is the vice president. It's remarkable. I mean, I do believe she says we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled and then about 10 seconds later, when he goes, well, clearly they're not settled. She goes, yeah, so we're in unsettled time. So it's settled, but we're unsettled. And we believed what we believed until we believed the thing that was full of belief. Vice president of the United States votes. I'm just a guy who does a radio show, right? I'm just some dude. I can assure you, you will never have a soundbite of me going, I believe that we should believe that the beliefs that we have are believable. And think that that was great. You know, yeah, good job. Good job. Can you imagine some of the outtakes that some of these interviewers must have, too, with Kamala and Biden? You know they're protecting them. You know they're not actually showing the worst stuff, the really bad stuff, because they won't, They know that their access will be gone. We'll come back in a second. I, I leaned into these stories today uh, because I really do think, I think that we're going to have a real crisis moment in the country where the, the 25th Amendment is going to have to be invoked. I, I think that that's, and Democrats 
will fight it until they realize that they have no choice. So they're getting they're trying to figure it out right now. These days, you use your personal info to do just about everything, especially when you're online. And guess what? With all that info just floating around out there, it can make the Internet a practical gold mine for identity thieves. But that's actually not fair to gold miners because mining is hard work. Stealing your identity is actually really easy. Now it's easy, though, fortunately, to help protect yourself from all this nonsense with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock monitors your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. If you're a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Identity thieves have had it easy for far too long. Now it is your turn. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year by going to lifelock.com buck. That's lifelock.com buck for 25% off your first year. Lifelock. Identity theft protection starts here. Lifelock.com buck. Go check it out today. So you've got down at the border, uh, the governor of Texas taking some action, doing what he can to uh, enforce the laws that the federal government will not. This is, of course, in preparation for a showdown between Beto O'Rourke, another just worthless clown, uh, and Governor Abbott. I'm not a huge Governor Abbott uh, proponent in terms of his record. I think he was mediocre at best during covid i think that texas should have been much stronger than it was in defense of freedom so but i know that beto is a nightmare and a disaster and governor abbott is is reasonable you know he's uh i give governor abbott a b or a b minus maybe uh beto is an f obviously and this is what we see now the government the federal government refusing to enforce border laws really at all in any meaningful sense And so Governor Abbott is stepping up and trying to uh, push back this flow of migrants. I think the federal government, just so you know, is going to challenge this. They're going to say you're interfering in federal matters, which is immigration, even though it's they're helping law enforcement. That will really show you they've done this this before. They will sue the state of Texas to stop if they have. They might have already brought this suit, but they will they will tell the state of Texas, stop helping us enforce the border. Stop helping us deal with illegal immigration because the federal government under Biden doesn't want help. They want it to continue. It couldn't be any more clear than it is. And then just one more quick thing. I saw, you know, Macy Gray over the weekend, a lot of talk about this because she had to back off entirely on the uh, statement she had made that women are women and a man can't be a woman. And people were telling us, oh, but, you know, she's going to receive all this hate and anger and it's not fair to expect her. You know, she's a she's a singer. She's not a politician. Just say this, folks, if rich and famous people aren't going to stand up, who is? Yeah. How many times do we have to see people who can bend the knee without fear of whether they're going to be able to pay their bills, feed themselves, feed their families? They bend the knee anyway because they don't want to take the heat. So I think that the criticism of the walk back is entirely warranted. And I think that we live in a country now where everyone can see that the left is completely insane and demand you to say things that you know are untrue. And uh, we have to fight against this everywhere we can, every way we can. That's my feeling, at least on it. Anyway, thanks for all. Oh, the the news. Um, I almost didn't tell you guys. I am engaged. Karen, I got engaged over the weekend. It's very exciting. I can hear some of you gasping, hopefully with delight or something like that. But uh, I'm engaged now. So it looks like I will be getting married. And that is very exciting and yay, happily ever after coming my way. 
Talk to you all tomorrow, team. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.